Can you hear me? Oh, good. Hello, and welcome to the library. My name is Sard, and I will be your host and narrator. Uh, if you are new to this, or if you're not sure what this is all about, I um, I love reading the stories that I love, and I love to voice and and voice act the stories that I love. So getting to do these is a lot. Just so much fun. Sorry, I'm just adjusting my mic here. I, I hope that's still okay. My dream is to be able to do this, the live streaming and the reading and all of this, full-time as my full-time job. Um, and so the more exposure, the more people I can get to talk to and entertain, the closer I get to achieving that dream. So every little bit helps. So like, follow, sus subscribe, all the things. <laughs> Thank you so much. Alrighty. Alrighty. Uh, so the story here, if you've, if you're joining me from chapters one and two, this, uh, the episode before this, this is Married Thrice to Salted Fish by Bika B. So let's go over to the streaming page and let's get started. Chapter 3. Losing your temper for trivial matters. Why bother in retrospect? Lin Ching Yu got up and left. The patient himself has lost all desire to live, so what did he have to worry about? The sooner Luan Chang died, the sooner he could return to the Lin residence. Lin Ching Yu went to the study. He came to the Nananhu mansion with only two boxes of things. One box contained clothing, and the other contained medical books. According to the rules of the Hu Mansion, he could bring two dowry maids with him. But he wasn't used to being served by a woman. When he was in the Lin residence, he'd had one page who grew up with him, who joined him in his studies and reading. It wasn't some glamorous thing to be married as a male wife. He didn't want his little page to enter the Hu Mansion as dowry. And so he came to the Hu Mansion alone, with probably only this one box of medical books to keep him company in the future. Among medical books, there were many ancient ones that he had yet to read. He didn't know that there may... He didn't know. There may be records of cases similar to Luan Cheng's in these ancient books. Lin Qingyu immersed himself in his reading and finally calmed down. When he was in school, his classmates thought that the medical books were boring and complicated. Reading just three pages was enough to get them sleeping. But for Lin Qingyu, those novels his classmates yearned for weren't even a tenth as interesting as medical books. He like his father, had a highly retentive memory. What his classmates took a day memorize, what his classmates took a day to memorize, he needed only to read once to be able to memorize and recite backwards. His father was once of a mind to have him take the imperial examination, 
But he just wanted to be a medical officer. He liked the, he liked the feeling of a patient getting better under his own hands. He wanted to enter the Imperial Hospital, where famous doctors from all over the world gathered. He wanted to hone his medical skills with them, to find cures for all kinds of incurable diseases, and to help the people. He could have. He almost could have. Xiaojin. The voice did not sound like that of a servant girl's. Then Ching Yu looked up. Sure enough, it was the Momo who kept pestering him to change the way of his the way of his address. It was said that her name was Liu. Then Ching Yu said coldly, What? Liu Momo was all smiles. Xiao Jun, it's time to eat. Lin Ching Yu didn't have any appetite at all. But these dogs in the Nen and Hu mansion weren't worth harming his body over. Bring the food. I'll eat in the study. Liu Momo waved her hands again and again. This cannot be, Xiao Jin. Lin Ching Yu frowned. Why can it not be? Does the Hu Mansion's rules say no eating in the study? That is not the case. It is the madam's order. It was because of the Xiongxi that your young master got his life back. Xiao Jun is the young master's lucky star. You must stay together so that the young master's illness can heal faster. To refute such remarks would only make him appear stupid. If a Chengxi really could cure diseases, what need would Daiyu have for doctors? Why would the court go to such great lengths to train medical officers? If you get sick, then just get married. Then everything would be fine and well with the world. Then Ching Yu looked at Lu Momo and asked, Momo. How old will you be this year? Liu Momo didn't know what Lin Qingyu intended by asking this question. Nevertheless, she still smiled and said, This old woman is fifty and two. Slightly older voice than fifty-two, but eh, it's the times. A fifty-two-year-old who looks like forty-two. I might not necessarily live to reach fifty-two. Momo is very lucky. You should be the one to take care of the young master. That way he will heal even faster. Liu Momo's smile froze. Xiao Jian jests. Lin Jingyu's face turned cold. Do I look like I'm joking? Go! Liu Momo's face turned extremely ugly. She was Madame Hu. She was Madame Hu, Liang Shi's confidant. Who in the Hu mansion, save for the masters, dared to not treat her with respect? Even the masters usually gave her a lot of face. What was Lin Qin Yu? Wording it nicely, he was the Xiaojin. But put another way, he was just the male wife bought by the Hu Mansion to renew the life of the young master. This was only his first day since he was married into this family, and he was already scowling at her.
Seeing that Liu Momo made no move to leave, Nin Ching Yu sneered. You do not know to recognize your betters. A servant dares to turn a deaf ear to the Xiao Zhen's order. Is this not one of the rules of the Hu Mansion? Madame Liu lowered her eyes. This servant dares not. It is only that the madam has personally ordered this servant to bring this chicken soup she had ordered to be stewed with ginseng. If Xiao Zhen and the young master does not have a taste for it, it would be betrayal of the madam's good intentions. Ginseng chicken soup? Stupid. Did they not know what that a person who is in poor health cannot handle tonic-like foods? Did Liang Shi think that her son was not sick enough? She hadn't... She hadn't... Wait a second. Oh. She had merely personally ordered someone to make it. She hadn't made it personally herself. Then Ching Yu no longer looked at her. He turned the page of his medical book. You give it to the young master. Liu Momo gritted her teeth. She secretly gave Lin Ching Yu a dirty look, took the chicken soup, and left. Calm was restored in the study, but Lin Ching Yu grew a bit absent-minded instead. Liu Wencheng is currently suffering from gastrointestinal damage. Having him ingest tonics would only be putting... A would only be putting frost atop snow on his already weak body. Liu Wenchang has been ill since he was a child, and prolonged illness turns patients into doctors. Turns patients into doctors. How could Li... How could Liang Shi, his, as his mother, not even know this? Once or twice was fine. But if done over the long term, Luan Cheng's body would definitely become weaker and weaker. Fine. He'll just consider it as him doing good works and accumulating merit. Luan Cheng's situation was really rare, and he wanted more time to study it. Lin Ching Yu left the study and came to the dining room. But he didn't see Luan Cheng. He asked a passing maidservant, where is the young master? Maidservant. The young master, he is, said he was too lazy to get up and wanted to eat in bed. He was only right for laid-up patients to lie down more. Lin Ching Yu headed once again to the bedroom. But he e before he even entered the room, he was already saying, The ginseng chicken soup your mother sent. Don't. Sitting up in bed. Luan Cheng was eating rice porridge with some side dishes. Huh? There was a square table in front of Luan Cheng's bed. Most of the things on the table were light dishes, except for that big pot of chicken soup with ginseng slices floating in it. Ling? <laughs> Lin Jingyu saw the pristine soup ladle beside the pot. Luan Cheng actually hadn't touched the chicken soup. Luan Cheng chewed slowly, swallowing all the contents in his mouth before saying, Dr. Lin, what an unexpected visit from such an in infrequent visitor. Have you eaten? Then Ching Yu asked, 
this ginseng chicken soup that your mother personally ordered someone to make. Why won't you drink it? Nguyen Cheng wiped his mouth with the kerchief and said casually, I can't eat the things she brings. Lenching Yu asked curiously, Why? They say I have half a year left to live, so any moment less than that would be less than half a year. If they want to send me away sooner, then I'd have to make a fuss about that. Then Jingyu became more and more surprised. Why would they want to send you away sooner? Liuan Chang winked. Care to venture a guess? Then Jingyu was momentarily speechless. Do you think you're funny? Liuan Chang laughed out loud. He laughed so much he accidentally choked himself, coughing again and again, his handsome face turning a pale red. Lin Qingyu had no idea what Luan Chang was laughing about, but it wasn't difficult to see that the relationship between Luan Chang and Liang Shi wasn't the compassionate mother and filial son relationship that it seemed to be on the surface. Seeing the maidservant by his side hurriedly patting Luan Chang's back for him, Lin Qingyu took back his half-outstretched hand. What? What's so funny? Luan Chang stopped coughing with a smile in his breath. I am but a little funny, but I... I am but a little funny, but still very full of delight. Lin Qingyu disdained. With your broken body, I'm afraid you won't be able to make, make use of whatever delightfulness you have, no matter how big it is. Oh. I didn't pick up on the dick joke, but there it is. You're right, Luan Chang sighed. This body really is holding me back. If only I were in my own. What do you mean? Luan Cheng smiled and sidestepped the question. Well, here I am. I'm here now. Dr. Lin, sit down and have a meal. I can't drink this chicken soup, but you can. Lin Qingyu said, Where do you want me to sit? Luan Chang looked around. Why don't you come sit on the bed too? Lin Qingyu didn't feel the least bit grateful. Excuse me. I'll just eat by myself. I will be taking my leave. Wait! Luan Cheng stopped him. I have something I want to give you. I was just reading the list of gifts we've received from guests and from the guests, and I found a gift that suits you very well. Then Ching Yu didn't even look at it. No. Luan Cheng gave a tch. At least take a look at it first. Just a look won't cost you anything. Hualu. Hualu? Hualu was the other maid beside Feng Qin, who was the station to serve in the room. She was rather quick-witted and lovely. She presented him with something and said with a smile, If the young master hadn't told me, I wouldn't have known what this is. Lin Ching Yu condescended to give it a look and was startled. What Hua Lu had given him was something similar to a cloth bag. It was made of leather and could be rolled up easily. Spread out, 
It was only a thin layer and couldn't hold anything. Ordinary people might not be able to tell what it was, but doctors would know at a glance that this was an acupuncture bag. The inner double layer was where the needles were inserted. Lin Ching Yu couldn't, ha couldn't help from reaching out his hand, stroking this first-class leather bag that felt so good to the touch. His long eyelashes trembled slightly. His eyes turned, his eyes turned deep and dark. Luan Cheng smiled and said, Do you like it? The Nananhu Mansion had celebrated a wedding, and most of those who sent gifts were high-ranking dignitaries in the capital. Lin Ching Yu picked up the gift list from the table and looked at it. Most of them were gold, silver, and jade, antique calligraphy and paintings, a small sculpture bag, a small acupuncture bag paled in comparison against them. But Luan Chang insisted on giving him this. Then Ching Yu looked at the characters embroidered in gold thread on the outside of the bag. Lu Lin Wedding, forever with one heart. A self-deprecating smile appeared at the corner of his lips. Thank you, young Master Hu, for your kindness. But what is the point of giving me this? Luan Chang placed a fist against his lips and coughed. Why would it be pointless? You can use it in the future. Oh, for your exclusive use, you mean? Luan Chang's smile faded, and he was silent for a while. He said, Sorry, I didn't mean that. I just... Halfway through, he lost all seriousness. If you don't want it, then you don't want it. Don't be angry. Although an angry Dr. Lin is also very eye-catching. Too much anger is bad for your health. As the saying goes, if you think back on it, you will find that losing your head over trivial things is unnecessary. If you die from anger, who would feel satisfied? Moreover, it is bothersome and, and laborious. Lin Ching Yu said calmly, I'm not angry. Luan Chang beckoned to Hua Lu. Hua Lu brought her ear closer to him. What's the matter, young master? Luan Chang said, Someone's angry, but I won't tell you who it is. Lin Ching Yu. Luan Chang raised his index finger in front of his lips and looked out the window. That mother, that mother of mine is here. Then Ching Yu sneered. Who are you shushing? You're the one who keeps on talking. As for your mother, she's probably here to criticize me violently. Luan Chang stroked his chin and said, Let me guess. Did she tell you to stick close to me, but you didn't feel like paying her any attention? In his surprise, Lin Ching Yu forgot to be angry. How did you know? Lu Wan Chang smiled meaningfully. I know a lot of things. Lin Ching Yu thought for a moment, then smiled. He lifted up his sleeves and took up Lin Ching Yu's bowl of half-eaten porridge. Young Master Hu? I'll feed you your porridge. Luan Chang. 
Outside, Liang Shi with Lu Momo lending her arm for support, entered the courtyard. Feng Qian greeted her and said, Greetings, madam. Liang Shi asked her, Where, where is the ma- Oh, fuck, I can't remember her name. Where is the ma- Yeah, where is the young master? Answering madam, the young master is eating in the bedroom. Is Xiao Zhen with him? Feng Qin shook her head. Xiao Zhen is alone in the study. Liu Momo whispered, Madam, you have heard it yourself. What I told you were all things that Xiao Zhen has said. Liang Shi straightened the hair ornament by her temples and said calmly, I believe you. Let's go. We'll go in and take a look. Liu Momo walked lightning quick, opening the way for her mistress. Let me just see who this is. Oh, yeah. The eldest young master. The eldest young master has just woken up last night. It is precisely at this, at this time that he needs someone to wait upon him. Although there is a maid in the room, Xiaojun is Xiaojun after all. With the husband laid up in bed, what reason could there be for his wife to not take care of him? This is only the first day, and Xiaojin is already neglecting him so. How is this worthy of our Lu family's marriage? Everyone knew that the Nanan Hu Mansion's madam had a gentle temperament. Yet at this moment, she too couldn't help pulling a long face as, sped, as she sped up her pace. The two rushed into the inner room, almost like fire was nipping at their heels. The wedding decorations had yet to be removed. Liu Wanchang, Liu Wang, yeah, Liu Wanchang was lying. Was ah, but <laughs> Liu Wanchang was lying. Half, fuck you! Said <laughs> the same thing twice. Liu Wanchang was half lying on the marriage bed. Lin Qing Yu was seated beside him, holding the porridge bowl in one hand and holding the spoonful of porridge to Luan Chang's mouth with the other. He called him Young Master Hu. Luan Chang laughed and said, It's a bit hot. Blow on it first. Lin Qing Yu narrowed his eyes, looking, looking like he was about to poke a hole in Luan Chang's smiling face. In any case, the husbands, one handsome and luxurious, the other bright and dignified, looked nothing but joyous and harmonious. It seemed that their time together would be good and peaceful. Liang Shi and Numomo both stood there stunned until Luan Cheng looked at them. Why is mother here? Liang Shi frowned but quickly relaxed her expression. She said softly, Mother came to see how your appetite is. As she said so, she cast an almost indiscernible glance at Liu Momo. Liu Momo was utterly discomfited, and she asked in a low voice, Didn't you say that Xiaojun was in the study? Feng Qin said, dazed, he, he was just in the study a moment ago. Lin Qing Yu put down the bowl of porridge, stood up, and said, 
Madame just sent Liu Momo here not long ago. Why would she be here again and in person? Are you here to personally confirm whether young, young Master Hu is there? Are you here to personally confirm whether young Master Hu has had a good meal? Liu Wencheng smiled and said, It's so cold outside and my mother came all the way to see me. I'm moved. Liang Shi forced a smile and said, How could a mother not be concerned about her child? Wang Cheng, have you drank the chicken soup that mother sent you? I wanted to drink it. Luan Chang looked at Lin Qingyu, but he wouldn't let me. Lin Qingyu said calmly, It is written in a book. Only once the evil spirits are expelled can a person then take tonics. Young Master Hu is now physically weak. Too strong a tonic will only be a burden on his body. This is but general knowledge. Surely Madam knows this. Get him, bitch. Lang Shi's expression became even uglier. She opened her mouth. I... Naturally, Mother knows this. It must be due to the negligence of... It must be due to the negligence of her subordinates, forgetting to offer this reminder. Liwan Chang said with a smile. Wouldn't you say so, Lumomo? Yumomo looked quietly at Liang Shi. Seeing that Liang Shi refused to look at her, she understood. Bracing herself, she knelt down. Yes, it is the servant's fault. The servant should be punished. Without waiting for Liang Shi to speak, Nuan Chang said, Ching Yi, how do you think she should be punished? This matter concerns the young master whose health. We have no choice but to punish a little to prevent a lot. This should serve as a warning to others, Lin Qingyu said. According to the rules of the Hu Mansion, you should be fined three months of allowance and made to do drudgery for a month. Liwan Chang nodded. I think this will do. But what I think is of no matter. What does mother think? Liang Shi forced a smile and said, It shall be handled as Ching Yu said. After that, Liang Shi was obviously preoccupied, and after sitting around for a while, she took, Li she took Liu Momo with her and left. When there were only two people left in the room, Liu and Chang asked, How did Liu Momo provoke you? Then Ching Yu said, she told me twice to change my term of address. Change what term of address? She asked you to call me husband? Then Ching Yu's face looked cold as jade. Hmm. Liu Cheng laughed. Dr. Lin, you really know how to nurse a grudge. Lin Ching Yu narrowed his eyes at him. Is that funny? Liu Chang held back a smile. Then I won't laugh. But how did you know the rules of the Hu Mansion? Lin Qingyu said indifferently, Liu Momo insisted on telling them to me. I tried my best not to listen, but I can't help it if my memory is too good. Liu Wancheng smiled and said, Well, damn, she played right into your hands there. 
I need to take a little break and hydrate. Oh. oh. He's very sleepy. All right. I think I, I think this is going to probably end up being two chapters each instead of the four that I had originally planned. Um, just because I, I clearly don't have the voice of me tonight to do all four. I'll be lucky to get through these two. Um, or maybe I just save it and we'll see how long this goes. Honestly, I may just pause this and or stop this. And you heard that, right? I think that was Yui barking downstairs. Uh, okay, I've got to hurry. No. Is that outside? Oh, okay. That's outside. You can hear that, right? Yeah. Okay, you can hear that. That is my neighbor's yappy dog. Um, It's very, very hot here. And in my little studio thing, uh, room, I do not have any kind of cooling and I have to turn the fan off, uh, while we read so that it doesn't, uh, create interference or static. So it gets very, very hot. And so because it's nighttime now and it's starting to cool down, I thought, oh, I'll just leave the window open and let it cool down naturally. But then you're going to hear everything that's going on on the street. So you're going to hear my neighbor's yappy little dog. It's a nice little dog, but... You know, people who are new do new dog owners or just should not, straight up, should not have dogs? My neighbor is one of those. Alrighty. It, it, it is kind of funny because he was, he was, his entire life, he, growing up, he was terrified of dogs. And then his wife got it and just brought one home one day. So he had to, you know, deal with that. And, but their backyard is all uh, scraggly and the fence is all falling down. So they can't just let the dog in the backyard. So he has to walk this dog. And then he, <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh. Oh my goodness, I shouldn't laugh. But he's an arsehole. So, and then his wife left him for his cousin. It's either, okay, wait, this is going to sound bad. It's either his cousin or her cousin. <laughs> There's a cousin in there. Maybe, it, oh, it may have been like a friend of the family or something. I'm not sure. Anyways, and so she ended up leaving him and now he has kept the dog because the dog only likes him. There's some drama for you. I've got... See, I can't, I don't cut things out of these videos and I should. These, this is the kind of chatter that I do when I'm recording my podcast. But then I can edit it all out and you don't hear any of it. All right. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention as I was reading this. Um, keep in mind that Lin Qingyu, even though he'll do what is on paper considered bad things, he's doing it to bad people. So they're... You know how in the book you're going, oh, I wish that person would get their comeuppance or I wish they'd get some kind of revenge that was equal to their bullshit? Lynching you dishes it out and we love him for it. 
lynching you like fucking boss he's awesome i actually um the reason i want to get to affiliate so bad is just so that i can get um emoticons made and one of the, the first one i want made are um a chibi version of lynching you and then like a boss because he's oh especially in the coming chapters oh we love him love him he's so cool all right chapter four hey how old am i too many things had happened today so that it wasn't until so it wasn't until he was about to go to bed that lynching you realized that he had miscalculated he forgot to ask someone to put up a bed in the study he originally planned to sleep hunched over the table in the study but luan chang actually had hua lu come and invite him to sleep in the room lynching you came to the room a calm expression on his face. Luan Chang had finished drinking the medicine and was about to go to bed. When he saw him, he smiled. You're here. Then Jing Yu asked bluntly, What do you mean by this? Luan Chang didn't understand. What do you mean? Didn't you say that we won't that we don't have to take this marriage seriously? That's right. Then why do you want me to come back here to sleep? Luan Chang understood, and he said with a smile, You misunderstood. I didn't ask you to come back here so that I could sleep with you. The simple and direct words made Lin Ching Yu's face go hot. Whatever the case may be, you are still the young master of a noble house. Can't you speak with a bit more dignity? Luan Chang said, assuming a very dignified tone of voice, I didn't ask you to hear... I didn't ask you to come here to... <sighs> Sorry. Sorry. I didn't... I didn't ask you to come here for me to sleep with you. After all, no matter how good-looking you are, you are still a man, and I am not a cut-sleeve. Then Ching Yu took a deep breath and decided not to bicker with lynching you with Luan Cheng. If you've got something to say, then just say it. I want some of your good fortune to rub off on me. Luan Cheng looked pensive as he said, I feel that when I'm with you, my body feels more relaxed. Lynching you paused. Are you serious? Luan Cheng nodded. Very serious. The corners of Lin Ching Yu's mouth moved slightly, and he sneered with a and he sneered out a stupid. I didn't expect you to believe in these things too. He thought that Luan Chang was different from the other people in the Nananhu mansion. He had overestimated him. Before, I believed it even less than you do. But now I believe it a little, Li, Li Chang said so, slowly. Dr. Lin, do you believe that people have three immortal souls and six mortal souls, and that we transmigrate between life and death? Then Ching Yu resolutely said, I don't believe it. 
Why? Because I've never seen it. But I've seen it. Then you must have been mistaken. Yuan Chang said quietly, Oh, I know no one believes it. Then Jing Yu furrowed his brows. So, you also believe the national teacher's nonsense? If it hadn't been for the national teacher coming out with those eight characters, the subsequent Xiangxi would have never happened. The national teacher, Liu Cheng, not meh, muttered to himself. You've reminded me that I should find the time to go meet with this national teacher of the Dayu, of the Dayu, who has access to the heavens and knows the ways of ghosts and gods. Then Ching Yu said bluntly, You'll need to be able to get out of bed first. Although the national teacher has never been tainted by political affairs, he nevertheless held a very held a very distinguished status, comparable to descendants of the imperial family. He was often called by the by the emperor to he was often called by the emperor to accompany him in the palace. If Luan Chang wanted to see him, he could only beg for an audience. Luan Chang returned to his senses and said, Let's not talk about that for now. Dr. Lin, look at the Lu Han bed that Hua, that Hua Lu has prepared for you. What Lu Han? Then Ching Yu only then noticed that the Lu Han bed he had slept on last night was now covered with a thick mattress and quilt. It even had a soft pillow. It now looked no different from a small bed. Then Ching Yu momentarily lost control over his expression. He didn't know whether to praise or scold him. Luan Chang said generously, While I don't mind sleeping with a man, I'm afraid you would. When Nin Ching Yu had left home to study, he had traveled with his teacher and sometimes slept in the same bed as his fellow apprentices. It wasn't a big deal for two straight men to sleep together. But Luan Chang was still his husband in name. He simply couldn't interact with Luan Chang the same as he would any other man. In any case, sleeping on a Luohan was more comfortable than sleeping over a desk. In this way, it will also save him the better the bother of Liang Shi kicking up a fuss if she discovers that they've been sleeping in separate rooms. Then Ching Yu took notice and said, I'll go wash first. This isn't good. I can feel myself losing my voice. I have most definitely been using it too much for the past two weeks. Not good, not good. Hang in there. As the night got deeper, the lights in the Hu Mansion went out one by one. Two newly married men, one sleeping on the bed, the other lying on the Luhan, separated by a screen embroidered with a picture of mandarin ducks playing in the water. Mandarin ducks are the symbolism for soulmates, FYI. Liu Wan Chang had slept too much during the day, and he wasn't very sleepy right now. 
he folded his hands behind his head and chatted with Lin Ching Yu. Dr. Lin, how old are you this year? Lin Ching Yu had his eyes closed. Not the least bit interested, he said. Eighteen. From a normal perspective, you're probably a few months older than me. How about I call you Yuga from now on? Lin Ching Yu asked, Do you have a headache? Luan Cheng paused to see if he did. No, it doesn't hurt. And here I thought the sickness must have addled your brain and you forgot your own age. Oh? How old am I? Is this man stupid or just pretending to be stupid? For the sake of one's health, it wasn't advisable to go to sleep feeling irritated. Then Ching Yu tried his best to calm down. Nineteen. What luck! Luan Chang smiled. Then you can call me Wang Chiaguge instead. Then you can call me Wang Ch Wan Guga instead. Then Ching Yu turned over, leaving only the back of his head to Luan Chang. Go to sleep, young Master Hu. In your dreams, you can have anything. Luan Chang laughed lowly. Sounding puzzled, he thought aloud, aloud to himself. A bad-tempered beauty. Such a charming character design was unexpectedly not made into the protagonist. Hmm. The night was deep, and Lin Ching Yu was exhausted both physically and mentally. He allowed himself to sink into a dream. The Dayu Palace. I can never remember if it's Dayu or Dayu. I think Dayu is the term for the underworld. So I'm going to go Dayu. The Dayu placed great importance on medicine. In addition to the Imperial Hospital and the Imperial Pharmacy within the palace, it, it also set up the Imperial Medical Office outside it to train and select medical talents. Similar to the Imperial Examination, the Imperial Medical Office would hold an examination every three years, regardless of one's social status, no matter who one's teacher was. As long as they were able to pass the examination, they could enter the Imperial Medical Office. There, they could read the world's most remarkable books, be awarded the world's be awarded the world's precious materials, work together with famous doctors from within and without the Dayu. Perhaps they would enter the palace, or write a book, or journey to the other countries to study and do research. The Imperial Medical Office, the holy land of healers. How many people have squeezed, broken their hands, have squeezed, broken their heads trying to get in? The assessment and selection were extremely strict. It was not only it was not an exaggeration to say that it was one in a ten thousand. Lynching Yu was ex uh. Lynching Yu was extraordinarily talented with incomparable skills. His teacher once asserted that he would pass the exam with a single take but he still didn't dare to slack off and prepared for the exam for three whole years. It was finally the day of the examination. 
he and a few fellow students waited outside the examination venue. The young man was full of spirit, having already prepared in advance. He was talking and laughing happily. In him, there wasn't the slightest bit of nervousness or apprehension seen in, as seen in the others. The vermilion door of the examination venue slowly opened, and Len Ching Yu's eyes lit up. He walked up the stairs, step by step, walking towards his ideal holy land. In a moment, he was about to touch that beam of light when a strange voice stopped him. It was a man in eunuch's robes. Lin Jing Yu couldn't see his face clearly, only the bright yellow imperial decree he was holding in his hands. The imperial edict is here. Lin Jing Yu, please accept the decree. Lin Ching Yu knelt down and listened to the decree. To the decree. The other candidates didn't seem at all to care about this sudden change, and one by one they walked into the examination venue, forming empty shadows behind Lin Ching Yu. By the grace of the gods, the emperor bestows a wedding upon Lu Wan Chang, son of Nanan Hu, of Pri of precious moral standing, of extraordinary appearance, and soon to reach weak crown, and the son of Lin Zhao Xing, Yon Pan of the Imperial Hospital. Yeah, sorry. And soon to reach weak crown, and the son of Lin Xiao Xing, Yon Pan of the Imperial Hospital of commendable conduct and filial piety, and of dignified appearance. Choose an auspicious day for the big wedding. The emperor himself so decrees. Then Ching Yu looked up in amazement. The bright yellow light was so blinding, he could hardly open his eyes. The doors of the imperial medical office slammed shut. Lin Ching Yu abruptly woke up from his dream. In the silence, there was only the sound of him gasping for breath. His rapidly beating heart gradually calmed down, but the pent-up frustration and unwillingness were like thick inkstones. They could not be dissipated nor dispelled from his heart. The dream and reality were not the same. In reality... The eunuch who passed the decree went directly to the Lin residence, after which his qualifications to take the exam were cancelled. Way before the day of the exam, he became the male wife of the Nananhu mansion. There was still an hour before dawn, but Lin Ching Yu could no longer sleep. He got out of bed and wanted to pour himself a cup of tea, when he heard a deliberately muffled groan. It was Luan Cheng's voice. Then Ching Yu lit a lamp and walked quickly to the bedside. Young Master Hu? Luan Cheng curled up on the bed, his body slightly arced, his eyes tightly closed. His face was somewhat twisted, and his long hair stuck to his face with cold sweat. Then Ching Yu called again. Luan Cheng? Luan Cheng opened his eyes. 
the expression in his dark eye in his eyes slack. Dr. Lin, it's me. Dr. Lin, I, I feel uncomfortable. Lin Ching Yu felt Luan Chang's pulse and determined that he was the victim of heart palpitations. I know. I know, Lin Ching Yu said in a rarely heard gentle tone of voice. It feels uncomfortable in your chest, doesn't it? Luan Chang nodded. Bear with it. I'll be back soon. Luan Chang said feebly, Are you going to get a knife? Lin Ching Yu could make neither head nor tail of it. What would I do with a knife? Finish off a wounded combatant? Lin Ching Yu's tone returned to its usual indifference. I have no interest in killing people. But before the wedding, he really had entertained the idea of drugging Luan Chang with something that would render him impotent. If it hadn't been for Luan Chang's good performance on their wedding night, proposing first that he not take the marriage seriously, Luan Chang might now already be halfway to becoming a eunuch. Then Ching Yu took out a wooden a wooden medical box from his chest of clothes. Inside were a lot of his favorite creations, most of which were poisons. Of course, there were also some good medicines for healing and saving people. Then Ching Yu returned to his bedside with a porcelain bottle and an acupuncture bag in his hand. This is the this is the Jen Shi pill. This is the Jen Shin pill which can relieve your palpitations. Would you like to take it? Luan Chang said, Eat and live, I say. Then Ching Yu resisted the urge to turn around and leave. He helped Luan Chang up and put the Jiang Xin pill into his mouth. Just in case, I will also pierce you with two needles. Luan Chang seemed to remember some kind of shadow from his childhood. He held his arm and <laughs> he held his arm and tried to get up. You're going to run a needle into me? It's acupuncture. Oh. Luan Chang lay back down. Then please be gentle. Lynching <laughs> Lynching you. I'm going to use force. Luan Chang. Lin Ching Yu deepened his breathing. Acupuncture was a meticulous job, and he needed to concentrate all his attention on it. Dr. Lin, I'm going to die. Dr. Lin, am I going to die again already? Save my life if you can, but don't force it if you can't. Luan Cheng sighed. I only slept for a few days and woke up naturally. Shut up. Sweat was seeping from Lin Qingyu's forehead. His eyes gleamed and he focused on the first needle. I won't let you die. At least not tonight. After taking medicine and receiving acupuncture, Luan Cheng's symptoms were relieved, and he soon fell back asleep. Lin Qingyu breathed a sigh of relief. He raised his eyes and looked out the window. The sky was already tinted with gray of dawn. The next day, 
The sun was already three poles high, but Luan Cheng was still not awake. Hua Lu was increasing, yeah, was increasingly worried. She couldn't help from going over to check in on his breathing. Lin Qingyu saw this and said, If you're so free, go and sweep the yard. Hua Lu said, Xiao Zhen, young master has been sleeping for twelve hours. Is this really all right? <coughs> Lin Qingyu took no notice of it. Patients should sleep more. Patients should sleep... <sighs> Sorry. Patients should sleep more. But before Hua Lu could breathe out a sigh of relief, he added, But he really does sleep a lot. Did he lack sleep before? Hua Lu shook her head. No, the young master's body is weak. He's usually laid up in bed, and he always sleeps whenever he feels sleepy. Then Jing Yu grew pensive upon hearing this. It wasn't until the Wei Shi that Liu Wancheng slowly woke up. Then Jing Yu was called by him to his bedside and made to accept his thanks. Dr. Lin, I was very fortunate to have you here last night. Otherwise, I wouldn't have even known how I died. Seeing that his complexion looked good, then Ching Yu didn't bother to hold back his mouth. Naturally, you would have died of illness. <laughs> Naturally, you would have died of illness. It is a great favor that I owe you. A favor that I wouldn't be able to possibly repay. I have decided. For you, I shall do one difficult and troublesome thing. Then Ching Yu was indifferent. That won't be necessary. Just talk less before going to bed. Huh? Luan Cheng smiled. Are you saying I talk too much? As the two were talking, Feng Xin came in to report. Young master, Xiao Jin, the second young lady is here. Feng Xin's second young lady was Luan Cheng's younger sister, whom Lu whom Lin Qingyu had yet to see. Luan Cheng muttered to himself as he pondered, Second young lady, what is she here to do? Lin Qingyu said, Naturally, she's here to visit the sick. I won't bother you siblings. Luan Cheng grabbed his sleeve and said, Look how, in look how impatient you are. I didn't say I was going to see her. Feng Xin was surprised. Young master isn't going to see the second young lady? You've always had the best relationship. I think the second young lady even brought the knee pads she made herself. She would be... She would be here to give them to the young master. She already came here once yesterday, only that when she found that young master was asleep, she went back first. Lin Qingyu had no affection for the people of the Nananhu mansion. But Lu Chang was not him. His sister has repeatedly come to visit him. As her brother, how could he possibly turn a blind eye to it? Then Ching Yu said, If you don't see her this time, she will just come again next time. She is your sister. What are you hiding for? I'm not hiding. I just don't feel like pretending to like them. I don't want to bother feigning civility. 
Fuck, Luan Chang, you're my spirit animal. Luan Chang thought for a while and said, How about this? Feng Xin, give her my reply. Tell her to treat me as dead. Saying so, Luan Chang turned over, leaving other people with the view of a lonely and stubborn back. Author's note. Based on your many years of experience reading book transmigration novels, if the grumpy beauty is not the protagonist of the original book, then he is... The big villain Cannon Fodder Gong, Cannon Fodder Shu, Show, a great, honorable, and proper member of the protagonist's family. P.S. Why do you all want the big beauty to be quickly... to quickly be widowed? The salted fish gong is going... Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Gong is, how do I say this, uh, top, <laughs> show is bottom, in simplest terms. So yeah, so there's three and four. I'm going to take a very long break and get a good night's sleep tonight, and then tomorrow, tomorrow I will get on chapters five and six and get those redone. So... Uh, thank you so much for watching, and I'm sorry that this took so long to get up. If you're new to my channel, thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe, follow, like, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, we will be starting, I will be changing my original live streaming schedule on Twitch from Sunday nights to Monday nights, and so it's every Wednesday night at 8 and every Monday night at 7. That schedule is also available on my Twitch, and the links for which are all uh, in the description below, as well as um, my the uh, as well as the YouTube channel for uh, SAF Sarah's Audio Fan Fiction, so my uh, fan fiction podcast. Which, if you're a fan of this story, you're probably a fan of Mo Dao Zushu or um, excuse me. Uh, Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation, uh, for which I have quite a few, an ongoing series over on SAF. So if you want to follow those links, those, they're in there down below. <laughs> also, uh, you can support this author if you are enjoying this and you would like to purchase these chapters for yourself. They are in Chinese. Um, but if you would like to support the author, all of those links and the summary and the author page and all of that are also in the description. I thank you so, so much for joining me. And I hope that you uh, follow this and go on to the next video, which for right now, it'll be, which will be chapters five and six. Uh, if it's before I get those updated, they will not work. And if it's after I get those updated, enjoy. <laughs> Alrighty, that's it from us for now. From myself and Yui, we wish you a very good night. And until next time, happy reading. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. 
you make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.